0: Too. If you've been listening, you know how we do Hi, I'm Andrew, the father We got Ivory, the daughter And Gio, our little man, yeah Daniela. I don't think an entrance is needed You probably know the voice, mother time on Nickelodeon he is it's nothing like a mother, father If you got a son or daughter, it could be a lot of we know Dang, gotta be the mother, father You could be the son or daughter, this is still the right show yeah. We'll meet you where you are, in your life, or your car If you need all your fire, you got a cat or a dog Good vibes, to are probably in school, or got a job We just wanna know who you are so we can say thank you for listening to Adulting Like a Mother Father. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yay! Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Danielle Monet, the mother, and Andrew's not here, guys. He's <laughs> just. It's just me, myself, and I. Um, yeah, we'll get into all the details, but Andrew's been back and forth between our now old house, because um, we have officially moved out, and our new house, which we have yet to move into, and the house that we are staying at temporarily. So he's been running around like a wild man, and he has Geo today, which is really nice because now Ivory's napping and I'm able to jump on It's sort of just like take this time for myself, but also share with you guys. I feel like I haven't, I actually haven't had the opportunity to do a solo episode. So uh, bear with me. And if you listen to the show, you know that I I don't mind sharing and I usually try not to hold back. So I popped a little feed post up and asked for you guys to ask me anything and I'm going to get into all of it for the most part. We'll see how much time we have or how much time Ivory allows us to have. Um, I'm going to also sort of follow the original format, right? So let's get into some adulting wins and fails. Now, you guys, um, this has been an emotional, just exciting and very eventful and stressful week. Um, I'm sure Andrew, if he were here, he would agree. Um, He's had a little bit less time to think about it all because he's been so busy Um, and I think for me, I've been just as busy, but with the kids. So just to back up a little bit, you know, everyone's sick right now. (laughs) Um, so if you're sick, I'm sorry. And I'm sending you all the good vibes to get better. And if you guys know anything about me, I swear by orange therapy, (laughs) I don't know. I just feel like I have to slip that in there. Um, it's not the cure for everything, but I, anytime I feel like anything coming on, or if I feel like the kids are not feeling a hundo I make sure that they have a bunch of organic oranges and you just literally pound them and I swear there's something about it it's definitely not scientifically proven as far as I know but intuitively you guys I'm gonna I'm gonna encourage you guys to just shove some oranges down your throat anyways yes everyone's sick whether it's COVID or the flu or cold or whatever so we've like had no nanny um our nanny uh for over a week now and um not the greatest timing because we were counting on her to kind of help us so that we can have the hands to either pack or hang with the kids while she helped us pack. Um, so most of that fell on us and my goodness, you guys, I got to get my aunts on the show at some point because they are, they're, I can't say enough good things about them. One, my aunt Leah who is the mom to my cousins, Shane and Janessa. She's like a mama bear. She cooks all the time. Like you can always go to her house. That's the house that we always go to for holidays, birthdays, all the things. Um, and then my aunt Vivi, she doesn't have kids of her own, but she's everyone's mother. Like, I'm, I'm sure you can relate. There's probably someone in your life where like they don't have kids, but they feel like they're a parent to you or someone in your family and they just come in clutch. And I, it's like, she's just incredible and so she's been such help recently um and so we haven't been completely on our own but it's definitely you know it's a lot you're moving your whole your whole life and you're boxing it up and getting it to the next spot even though you're not moving into that spot and trying to get through it all um, not complaining. I'm seriously like so blessed and so grateful to even be in the position now. Finally, that we're able to, I don't know, eventually move into this new house. I mean, we're getting closer and closer, but um, I'm not gonna lie. Like, it's been a lot, like a lot, and it's a lot on like I don't know. I mean, I think for me, and I'll just keep it really simple. Since becoming a mom. I've realized how selfless you've really become, right? Like everything about me has taken a backseat, which isn't good and I'm not even saying that that's like the way to do it, but I've really lost touch with the basics Taking care of myself, making sure that I have what I need. You know, I it goes in waves. Some days I'm like, all right, self-care, drink water, try to get enough sleep, you know, the basics. Eat healthy. And and for the most part, I, I do the best that I can. But then there are other days, especially during this last week, where I realized, holy moly, did I really take a backseat and not take the best care of myself? And it came to a head last night and I talked to Andrew about it. And I was like, I feel like the joy is just ripped out of me. And in the weirdest time, then in a time where you're supposed to be so joyful, like this is a moment we've waited for so long, you know, to finally say, okay, we've, we've accomplished moving out of our, our home and we're moving on to the next step. And we're staying at this like beautiful property, not far from our new home and there's animals and it's like lush and, It's private and beautiful and serene and that in itself, like you would imagine, brings someone a lot of joy. And it has, but not to the degree where I would feel yeah, like I should be. And so I had to like really sit with that last night and like have a conversation with him and figure out what I could do better. And again, I'm sad feel like a broken record but it really does come down to the basics. I have not been working out. We haven't been able to do our Wednesday workouts with Sam because our garage has been full of boxes and you know the weather hasn't been great. It's like everything that you could imagine can get in the way of it, which I'm not making any excuses, but I haven't made it a priority to get myself moving. And it's really that simple. Like, that's what I need most sometimes is just to have some time for myself. And if you are a mom and you're listening, my goodness, do I feel you, you guys? Like, when your kids start, I mean, whether they're talking or not, it's a constant day of attending to their needs. And, you know, now that Gio is talking quite a bit, um, it just feels like I can't hear my own thoughts. So, uh, forgive me if I have word vomit right now, but it's very, um, very seldom that I get to like have an adult conversation and, you know, Andrew and I have been like two fleeting ships and trying to connect when we can. And that makes it just difficult to just feel human sometimes. So I I guess that's my win and fail. My win is this my win is that i realize it's an easy fix i did prioritize a walk today i took ivory for her nap and she slept for an hour and i got to walk and this property like i said is beautiful and it really can help you clear your mind so that's like a definite win for me and that's like something that's like in everyone's back pocket right like we all can just get outside even if it's not for an hour 10 15 minutes like just take a deep breath like enjoy the view and it's really not that complicated My fail is that I waited until it got to a place where I like had to have that come to Jesus moment and like go, what is happening and how do I get back to like some balance? Um, So I'm not super proud of that because I try to pride myself on self-care. And um, I used this example for myself the other day when I was feeling super overwhelmed I had both kids. We were in Gio's room. You know, it's been chaos at our house. Our house has been primarily 80% boxes for the last like week. So I'm trying to find like new ways of entertaining the kids while still trying to get my life together and attend to like business needs and things that also matter as well. But I was sitting in their room feeling overwhelmed. And I, I had this thought where I was like, you know, in the airplane, when they say like, make sure that you put your, your oxygen mask on in case of an emergency, make sure you put it on first before anyone else. Um, and that like rung true in that moment. I was like, oh, okay. This is a moment where I can't be focusing a hundred percent on the kids at the moment. They're fine. They're playing. They, they, they're okay. I need to like take this time to like collect my thoughts, literally take a deep breath and then, you know, be there for them because if I'm not whole, then they're not going to be thriving either. So that's where I'm at guys. It's a, it's a, it's a, that's it. That's adulting for me at this moment. Um, yeah. So I guess, you know, I'm, I, I should also mention you guys, <laughs> I am recording from my phone because we, I packed all of our recording equipment. I, th- I thought I did the best that I could literally packed it in its own little duffel bag, had our SD cards and a Ziploc bag. But then uh, the main SD card that we use was in, um, this, like, Adapter and somehow in the transition from getting from our old house to this farmhouse, it decided to break in the card reader adapter situation. So it was like broken in half. So I had to go get an, S- an SD card yesterday, and apparently it's not reading the SD card. Literally, I put in a brand new SD card, and it says no card. Um, that is a daunting like a mother, father. Sorry, I don't mean to sing. But I actually do. I do mean to sing because it can be, um, it can be awful for your ears, but therapeutic for me. I, like I said, I posted something on Instagram. I have a bunch of questions for you from you guys. Um, I'm gonna try to like zip through them. Oh, and the reason why I was even saying that thing about the SD card is I'm recording on my phone and I have Andrew's laptop in front of me. And that's why I posted the question on my feed post so I could just go on his computer and read um, the questions off the comments. You know, these are these are how you problem solve. All right. You don't have you don't have a recorder. Your card's not being read. Pick up your phone. This phone can do almost anything. I literally ordered lunch for Andrew from Sugar Taco while recording the ad for this episode. And, um, you know, they're just they're That's what they're here for. Use them as a tool. okay? so I've got the uh, comment box open. You guys have a lot of questions and I feel like the best way to do it is just to scroll, scroll through and uh, answer as I go bear with me and uh first one up all right let's just get it out of the way why don't we? somebody wants to know and by somebody i mean freaking 150 of you so far no i'm kidding um a lot of you guys want to know if we're getting a victorious reunion i'm gonna give you the best answer i have as of now i have no idea (laughs) like i have no idea um in the past like I feel like it was actually not too long into the pandemic there was some chatter about it you know like I remember us as a cast sk- zooming and like hanging out and just chatting about maybe the idea of it happening and everyone seemed really excited like everyone genuinely seemed really excited I mean think this show was it was no matter where any of us were in our careers it was really special to each of us Um, So the opportunity to do a reunion just sounded fun. It sounds fun. Um, But there's like so much that goes into that, you guys. Like, I I, I don't know really what the future holds for Victorious um, or if there is one. And honestly, sometimes it's nice to just have something have its moment and relish in that, like what it was and not have to to mess with it. Right. Because oftentimes there are reunions and we're like, you know, it didn't measure up. So. You know, again, I don't know what the future holds, but I think we should all just... Love it for what it is, you know, and in, and in, and support everyone individually because everyone is literally thriving. Like if you want to catch Ari, you could turn on pretty much any station on, or, or radio or whatever. Like she's everywhere. If you want to catch Vic, she's doing it all. Movies, Netflix, all the things. Still even singing. Liz, I mean, she's got shows up the zoo. Dynasty is killing it, killing it. Um, Avin's got a film. Leon, let's not even go there. Leon is just on the top of all the Charts in a producer mode in a artist mode i mean right he does everything and then matt is hysterical and still killing it i think he's djing now on like the east coast the west coast he's stream what, what would it's like twitch streaming doing all that cool thing I, I have no idea but um everyone's doing their thing and i'm so proud i was just thinking everyone's doing their thing and here i am sitting you know, I'm not even going to downplay it. Like it's not easy, easy being a mom. It's freaking, it's its own job in itself. I did not, I didn't know. I thought I knew. I truly, you guys, I thought I knew that I like was fully equipped to become a mom. And there are moments and days where I'm like, Oh, I am. I've got this. This is amazing. This is so cool. And there are moments and days where I'm like, Oh my gosh, I've never in my life worked so hard ever for like (laughs) i was gonna say for like what but ultimately it's amazing like here i am like supporting the lives of two human beings that hopefully will not grow up to be two assholes and like do some cool shit in the world or not even just be good people that's enough for me you know i don't know i'm still figuring it out that's why i've got a show called adulting like a mother father so there's the short long answer of are you getting a victorious reunion tbd guys tbd More Adulting Like a Mother Father when we come back. All right, you guys, tell me something more on brand than sitting in an actual farmhouse on a piece of farmland with Once Upon a Farm stocked up in your fridge for your kids. I um, I love it. It's great. And it's the most convenient and healthy snack option that I trust for the kids right now. I, and I don't know if you're familiar, if you're a parent or you know someone with kids, you guys have to check out Once Upon a Farm. They are the leading baby food and kid snack company offering organic, Cold pressed fruit and veggie blends, dairy free smoothies, overnight oats, meals, and more. Um, once Upon a Farm products are made with whole, organic, farm fresh ingredients and no added sugars, concentrates, or anything artificial or gross. Um, each blend is cold pressure protected to lock in the nutrients, all the natural texture, and they're super yummy. Per the kids and Andrew, honestly, I won't, I won't actually eat them because I care about saving them for the kids. But you know, Andrew likes to indulge once. A while, Um, so you guys, their new immunity blends are made with nutrition-packed fruits and veggies. Our kids love them, and those are the ones that are, I think, are probably the most coveted at this point in time because everyone's wanting to boost their immunity. Um, They've got flavors like elderberry and dragon fruit, and added probiotics to help support your little ones for the chilly season or really any reason. Plus. They taste delicious. Immunity blends are clean label project certified, meaning they've been third party tested for over 400 environmental and industrial toxins, including heavy metals. Very important. Um, and you guys, their subscription, I am a subscriber myself, um, been one for for a while now. It's the, the easiest way to save money. Um, and They're offering a fully customizable package. So you can pick and choose from their wide variety of blends or meals and switch it up before every delivery. For instance, I had to switch up the address. So now they're going to our other house and I'm going to go pick up that, that box and bring it over to the farmhouse. Um, and it's great because, you know, it's like farm to fridge. Convenience without compromise. Get started today and enjoy an additional 30% off your first subscription order use code adulting at onceuponafarmorganics.com. That's onceuponafarmorganics.com. And now back to adulting like a mother father. All right, going through the line. This is a good one. Um, All right, Bianca, you want to know what do you do on the days when you don't feel as confident Well, I can speak from personal experience, ATM, uh, at the moment, I am doing what I said earlier, where I'm like, okay, what makes me feel confident sometimes is really just feeling strong, feeling healthy, feeling vibrant, feeling excited about life, you know, like when I have my goals in check, and I feel like I'm taking care of myself, I'm confident, you know, I like walk through life with like a different energy. And um that's like where I'm at. Like I realized, okay, this is all in my hands. It's my responsibility to take care of myself, you know, and it doesn't take much. It's really the basics. Drink enough water, eat healthy, prioritize a workout, you know, do something that kind of like gives me some time for myself, whether that's go get my nails done or, you know, even go out and get a coffee by myself and like take some quiet time that to me makes me feel like a whole person. And then I can kind of approach things a little bit more confidently. So yeah, that's, that's my answer for that. Hope that helps. All right. Um, Allison wants to know, what are you most excited about, um, in the new house? Well, I'm, I'm excited for a lot of things and I try not to put too many expectations out there because what I'm realizing now is that oftentimes when I like foreshadow this idea of something being really special and new and fresh and exciting and we're going to do this and it's going to feel like this and it's going to look like that, um, it can set you up for disappointment. So all I'm excited for at this point is just Being in a home with our two kids, giving Ivory a room, you know, a room of her own, making it feel like it's really hers, having new spaces to like congregate and like have memories and really focus on just, I I guess, just strengthening our family, our family dynamic. And that starts with like the four of us, but then branches out to our extended family. Um, You guys have probably heard me say this a lot, but where we're moving to is significantly closer to my family and also Andrew's mom. And I just think that the idea of being closer to family is going to create a totally different landscape for our kids. You know, like I really want them to grow up around people that love them and like just people, you know, the last two years, it's been tricky. And, you know, for most of Gio's first year of life, he didn't get to see many people. So I'm excited to just have love around us and have a place where people feel comfortable. That's, that's what I'm most excited about. All the superficial stuff, like it being beautiful and and that sort of thing, of course, but again, like less expectations there and just creating more of like an energy that is comfortable for us and our extended family. Okay. Uh, Oh, Sophia. Sophia, I love you. All right. Sophia wants to know if you've had a real moment to reflect on the past week and how are you feeling about the big move? I feel okay right now. Like, I think it's, I think what's nice about it. And I know there was another question about our, um, where we're at with our older home that we're moving out of. Um, I feel less anxious and emotional around it because technically it's still ours. Like we are renting it out and we're renting it out to this lovely couple that came to us. I'm going to tell you guys a story. Okay. This is like so wild. And this is such a testament to manifestation. So just bear with me. This is like, my aunt Vivi is so special. Okay. And I get a lot of, um, I I grew up a lot with my aunt Vivi. I was homeschooled, um, and most of all, all half of middle school most all of high school so I spent a lot of time with her and had her energy around me a lot and she's just a badass like she's got such a good perspective on life and I realized it even more so recently when she would come over and you know life isn't easy everyone's got their shit that they're dealing with family stuff like just all the things right and like she has such a good head on her shoulders and she works really hard to have a, a very calming and graceful way about her um So circling back to, um, your question, whoa, did my brain just go for a whirlwind? Um, I feel good. I feel good because we found incredible people that are going to be moving into our home. And my aunt Vivi told us before we even considered renting it out, she was like, I just see this beautiful couple from England coming in and wanting to spend the holidays here and she was probably refer- referring to like um the holiday because like that's every. i mean who doesn't love the movie the holiday and she was just envisioning this like beautiful couple who's like they're just gonna want this cute cozy home to put their christmas tree up in and lo and behold you guys a friend from my past who's amazing such a good person this girl reaches out to me and she says listen i saw in your story you guys are thinking about moving this was months ago months ago And she says to me, I have these friends that like at one point or another are going to be looking to move into a home. They're renting in the same neighborhood as you, but they want to be in a home. They're from England. They are looking to buy in the near future, but until then want a place to rent. And I just kind of like, I thought about it, but then because we weren't sure whether or not we were going to rent or move and we were trying to analyze which was the right decision for us, I kind of put it on the back burner and I told her, we'll get back to you when we make our final decision. Well, months pass, and my friend is reaching out again. She goes, "Okay, well, my 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 friends are looking to move in the next month. You know, just thought I would ask if you had any insight on whether or not you guys were going to rent or move." And I was like, um, well, "Let me talk about it." So for like a few days, Andrew and I went down the deep dive, and I think we did a podcast within those few days of like where we were at. Do we want to sell at this height of the market, or what we think could be the height of the market? Right, like we have no idea what's going to happen to the market in the future. But do we want to sell and, and capitalize on on that, or do we want to keep this home and share it with someone? You know, make that rental income for the foreseeable future, and then eventually, when we find that it's the right time, you know, consider selling it. So ultimately, because I have said this for years, buy and hold real estate if you can afford to, um, or if it makes sense. Like, hold on to it, right? And so we decided that that was the right decision. And when I gave that news to my girlfriend, it was like the stars aligned. I gave her the news that we were going to move forward with this lovely couple. Like, I can't say enough good things about these people. Their energy is so beautiful and they're so in love with the home. And when I told my girlfriend, who was the one who introduced me to them, she goes, you're not going to believe this. I'm literally sitting at the same table that we were sitting at. For dinner six years ago, when you told me that you guys just bought a home, she's like, "This is the most ridiculous thing." And and the crazy thing is, is that for me at least was the fact that my aunt told me, "Oh, I just see this couple who wants to live here for the holidays, and this couple who is moving into our home very much wanted to live there um, in time for Christmas. Like that was their goal. It was like, oh, it would be nice to be in a home for Christmas, and we wanted to give that to them. But then you guys know with like all the stuff getting pushed back at the other house and the delays, like we couldn't time it right so that we could each be in our new homes for Christmas, but they're, they're going to be in there this weekend and they're amazing. And so long story short, I think what's made me so happy is the fact that we're still, we still own this home. It's still got a, like a little piece of our hearts, you know, that are going to be there. And, uh, well, that doesn't make sense. Like, it's just still in our lives and we're able to share it with this amazing couple. Um, and that makes me happy. Moving on. You guys, I'm so not good with like quick, short fire answers. This is so bad. Um, what's the hardest thing? Stephanie wants to know. What's the hardest thing you've experienced with having two babies? What's the hardest thing? Ooh, um, this is like a broad answer, but it's just the fact that you, Your at least for me, right? My personal experience is that my life prior to having babies, obviously the pandemic added its own layer, but like it's unrecognizable in almost any way, right? Like obviously physically you change, but that's not even what I'm referring to. It's just the feeling of like, I was so independent. And this is something I'm learning about myself in therapy right now is that I like, one of my trauma responses is hyper-independence and I become hyper-independent when I feel like, I I guess it's deep rooted, but it's like lack of safety or just feeling lack of security, whatever. And you just feel like you have to take care of yourself. So that was me before kids, you know, with kids, all I have to do, like my only job is to make sure that these two little kids are happy, healthy, heard, seen, and loved. And that shift is so dramatic, right? Like I could have almost done anything prior to kids, you know, even as simple as like not having to make arrangements to go run an errand, you know, and now it's all very different. And so I think that is probably the hardest thing. Um, And Andrew and I talked about this along with that conversation about joy and just having more time for myself. We talked about this last night and I said to him like, I have so much acceptance around the phase of life that I'm in because he was saying, I think if you were to accept what the reality is, you might have an easier time just enjoying it more, but it's not that I have so much acceptance, right? Like I can accept the fussiness. I can accept the clutter. Sometimes I can accept the fact that like, you know, I didn't pee for the last six hours. (laughs) Um, I can accept it all, but it's the acceptance sometimes that makes me feel that much more overwhelmed because I know that this is what it is. And I know that every day is going to be similar to this. Um, so it's really on me at this point to make an effort to find moments for myself so that I could feel a bit more balanced, balanced. Um, yeah, I think that's the answer to what's been so hard. Someone asked me, um, I think her name is Jada. She asked me, does Gio know that I am Trina? Gio, I don't think he's put two and two together. You know, it's funny, like once in a blue moon, you know, if I'm like in the other room and he's with Nami or whatever and he needs to be distracted, I think Nami will once in a while like pull out a video of me on YouTube and and he'll come back and he'll say, oh, I was watching mommy on, on Mimi's phone. And so I think he really thinks that like I were the same person. And yeah, <laughs> that's that. I was thinking about this the other day because Andrew and I are now fascinated with Blippy. And if you're not a parent, you don't know who Blippy is, but he's this guy. And I, I, this is as far as I know, he created this character for a YouTube show um, that's geared towards kids. And he's just this guy that like goes and does like fun things that kids like to watch. And he's, he's funny and silly and just interesting, and Gio loves him, and it's like a new thing that we've just found. Um, and I was thinking about, because I think he's just he just announced he's pregnant, or they're pregnant, him and his, I think, wife. Um, and I was like, how wild for his kids to grow up with Blippi as a dad but like to me, Trina, it doesn't feel the same. Like I'm like, my kids are going to be older when they watch, if they watch Victorious and like Blippy is for like toddlers. So like imagine being a toddler and like the way that they watch TV. And I guess it's similar for like seven-year-olds, but like the way that Gio connects to Blippy sometimes, I'm like, whoa, like he'll, he'll walk around the house and he'll be like, B-L-I-P-P-I, Blippy, good job. Like they, latch on. Okay. He like recites blippy. Um and the more I think about it, I'm like, wait, I feel like people say that about Victorious. So who knows? TBD. I think maybe in the future I'll be having more conversations around like how weird it is that my kid now watches me on TV, but we're not there yet. <laughs> um Okay. Someone wants to know what my favorite episode of Victorious is, you guys. I I'm so bad at this answer because I feel like my memory of it all is a little bit blurry. Um, I have like really fond memories and then really like blurry memories where I'm like, we were just working so much that they kind of all blend together. Um, I'm trying to think, okay, I'm going to just say birth week song. I don't know if I've said that before, but I really feel like birth week song was really fun. Um, I liked when Trina got to perform because she wasn't good and nor am I, but it was crazy and I like that side of me. So that one. Wow. Okay. Just scrolled through a few comments that says I have another baby. I have another baby. I have another baby. Oh here's a good one. Jennifer. How was your brother's birthday? Can you get into a little bit of your family dynamics as of late? Um my brother's birthday was fine. Um My brother at the moment, as far as I know, is in treatment and, um, it's great. Like I have, I'm so glad that he's in treatment. Um, you know, it's been a really, uh, just emotional few months because he's been in and out of quite a few treatment facilities. Um, and I'm just hoping, you know, you always hope every time they get into treatment, you hope that this is the one that's going to make an impact And so I'm hoping that this is the one that's going to make an impact. It was really weird because he went in, um, around the first of the month of January and his birthday's on the 8th. And I thought for sure that I would hear from him. I mean, I reached out to the facility. I left messages for him. Um, and I, and I just want to trust that he's going through his process and that, um, this isn't necessarily something that I can fully understand. So I respect the space And, um, I just really hope he sees it through and I hope that it's beneficial. And I hope that this is the one that, um, makes him feel differently about himself and about his future. So I, 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 that's it. The family dynamics in my family are, you know, slightly better when you're, when you have someone who's not well and who's not in treatment. And that means if they're not in treatment, they're obviously, using. And that to me, like is the most stressful time for a family because we're in constant contact. You know, if someone hears something or sees something, or, um, we're just keeping each other in the loop just to make sure that people are updated on his whereabouts or his health or whatever. And that's like, it's a full-time job in terms of like how much space it occupies in your head. So I, at this moment, you know, the timing really is the best because there's so much going on right now and managing really like being in three different houses at one time, essentially. Um, I'm just glad that he's, I think, mostly comfortable and safe more than anything, just safe. So thanks for asking. Thanks for checking in. So someone said, what's your, this is switching gears. This is why it's so interesting to just scroll through them. It's like a little roller coaster of moods. Someone said, what's your favorite food? I'm going to give you two, okay? My honest answer is I'd probably eat pasta any time of the day. Like pasta is just such a good go-to. But one thing that I feel like is kind of a unique favorite food that I loved as a child and still do is what my nonna would call, I'm probably going to butcher it for anyone who's like a true Italian out there, but she would call it valduda, which I've grown to learn is actually just vegetable I believe in Italian, but it was um, Swiss chard. The way that she would make Valduda was essentially like sauteing Swiss chard in olive oil and garlic. And Swiss chard is this, like, it almost looks like this deep, rich, colorful, long, leafy lettuce type. And it's got like this kind of velvety, thick texture. I am such a good, like, listen to me, are you guys salivating? And when you saute it, it has this beautiful, like, saltiness that's like Natural to the vegetable itself, and you put a little extra little salt, maybe why not? You know, a little and some good, thick, rich olive oil, fresh garlic, and valduta. Mm, there's nothing like it, so that's that's probably my all time favorite. And it's my all time favorite when a my nona makes it. Um, she's kind of retired from cooking, so now it's my favorite when my my aunt Leah makes it and she's an incredible cook and I, I try to learn from them. So there you go. Oh goodness. I feel like I should like read these before saying them out loud. Cause some of them are long and I don't want to get caught like <laughs> reading it and then being like, Oh, did I just say that? Okay. Someone asked me what's my favorite subject in school? Ah, you guys like, I don't freaking know. I was kind of like one foot in, one foot out of school. And I hate to admit it because at times when I was like one foot in, well, I guess, okay, let's say when I was like all feet in, it was like all or nothing. I either wanted to be the best student in class. Wow. I'm also like catching myself really, I'm processing what I'm about to say. And I'm realizing that there's like some trauma there. Okay, here it is. So what happens when you go to therapy, you start analyzing things. So I said, I was either one foot in or one foot out, but at times I was like all in. And when I was all in, if anything went wrong, okay, like let's say I didn't do well on a a test or I didn't like do the best I could in terms of a project, whatever it was, I would be all out. And there it is, guys. There it is. There's the nugget. That's the trend. It's either things are great and I'm all in or they're not and I'm hyper-independent. So, uh, in regards to the favorite subject, I would just say getting good grades in all the, all the classes. I did have a teacher who was, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Had a teacher, I think in like sixth or seventh grade, two of them, two kind of like wild teachers. Um, I'm not going to say their names, but they were so unique, right? One never took their sunglasses off. Never. Never and fully believed in aliens. So that was fun. And then the other one was, um, I mean, my goodness, he was the most, uh, where do we even start? He actually was really helpful to me. So he would, um, you know what now looking back, I'm like kind of a hypochondriac. I'm not sure, but he would be like, Oh, do you know what's in that Doritos chip? And he would give me every ingredient and he'd be like, Oh, you're, you're vegan. You think you're vegan? Do you know what's in, um, well, do you know what's in that uh, freaking Subway sandwich bread? Oh, do you? You think you know? And he would give me all the ingredients. And he was so insightful, but like to a fault where I'd be like, uh, I'm scared of like putting anything in my mouth. He would like talk about GMOs and just like crazy shit that like we all like know exists, but it like can mess with your head. You're like, well, what do I eat? Like, I can't even breathe the air because there's pe- pesticides in it. Like, I don't even know. So, you know, I think I was more interested in the teachers than I was in the subject. Moving on. Um, wow. How long have we been going for you guys? I'm sorry. Okay. I'm going to wrap it up soon. Let's try to get some like juicy questions. Um, someone asked me, how do you find so many good plant-based companies? I, I'm like in the right place at the right time. I think now, cause I've been investing in companies for, a little while now and i i mean i say that loosely like i've invested in maybe a handful but i feel like there are certain people that are advisors on the boards of some of these companies that kind of like go from one to the other and because they might be familiar with me i i get lucky enough to like they'll, they'll reach out to me and they'll ask me if i'm interested send me a deck we'll have a call um and that's how it's happened or like through a friend of a friend or just in the, the vegan community was, you know, and kind of is still pretty small, relatively speaking. So, you know, being that I've been vegan for over 20 years, I think people like will hit up those people that have like a real invested interest and a long time love for, you know, supporting those kind of companies. And I'm, I'm usually one of them. Oh, someone said, um, do we get a, a Trina's one woman show again? Can I get, can I ask you guys something? Okay going back to like the blippy thing. Okay. Andrew's like driving me crazy. He, he, he thinks, okay. He thinks that I could be like a female blippy. Uh, so, you know, that could be like Katrina's one woman show. I don't know. You know what? Who the heck knows you guys. I got to get, I got to go find some joy. Okay. I got to go freaking work out and <laughs> I need to like i'd like take a minute for myself if i can if i could go find some time to get a coffee i might be able to throw together a trina's woman woman show for you guys i'm just saying give me five minutes and my goodness what i could do with it all right look what i'm doing with a nap window i'm literally i'm literally divulging everything to you guys that's that's what i'm saying that's that's women for you um all right what's your favorite color oh gosh it's orange obviously always has been What's a misconception about parenting that you believed before having kids? Oh gosh, what's a misconception? Okay. A misconception is I thought like breastfeeding was easy. I was like, oh, you just like whip out your boob and feed your kid. And it and it can be and it and it is at times, but like it's also it can be a complete mind fuck, right? Like you can control well, I guess you can, to some degree, like, control your supply. Like, a lot of it has to do with what you're eating, how much you're drinking, how much stress. Like, a lot of it is, like, environmental, right? Um, but then, like, just the idea... Jake, are you good over there? Jake, are you good? Sorry, he's trying to um, make his bed right in front of me. Um, I think the misconception is that, like, you just feed your baby. And, and it is that way. But, like, what if you what if you can't, right? Like, what if there's a ton of reasons why, like, you can't? And then also, if you can, let's say your supply is decent, that where I'm at now is not that I have any place to be, but, like, what if I wanted to not not be around for a minute? Like, I feel this crazy attachment. And I have to probably drill into that a little bit because I'm really curious to learn more about attachment styles between parents and children, Because there's something beautiful about breastfeeding in that way that you are attached in like this bonded way. But then also at some point you start to feel, and I'm at that point where she's going to be a year, Ivory's going to be a year and a month. So it's like, I'm at that point where I'm starting to feel that like, okay, you know, we need to eventually think about weaning so that she can have more independence. And so can I. Um, so I think the misconception really lies around breastfeeding, just the world of it and the investment and the job and the emotional toll it can take. Um, wow. Okay. Is having children anything like you thought it would be? And what is your advice to young people who are considering it? Would you change anything? I don't know what young people, like how you define young people, but I was about 30 when I had Gio. I think I was 30. Yeah. And I'm really glad that I was. Um, you know, it's different for me because I had such a robust career and direction prior to having kids. So I'm really glad that that fulfilled a lot of like my time and it gave me this different purpose and, um, set a big, like, it really helped my foundation for my future financially. Um, just even just in terms of success, you know, it gave me a bit of a name for myself, which was really helpful, so I don't know. I think like my advice, if it is something that you are thinking about, is to do a lot of self-work around who you, like this is kind of broad, but like who you are and who you want to be and make sure that you have some of that figured out. Because like I've said a million times already, when you have children, you become the most selfless version of yourself. And if you're seeking any time for yourself, it's so much harder after, ch- after kids than it is before them. So yeah, I guess just think about that a little bit. Okay. Um, I'm trying to get to something juicy. You guys, there are a lot of comments, but are they towards the bottom? All right. Two questions from Jillian. Here it is. How do you encourage yourself to keep improving? And number two, when you started living with Andrew, what did you guys decide for finances? Um, she needs tips. How do I encourage myself to keep moving? Um, I feel like that's the only option. It's the only option if you want a good life for yourself. I think stagnant energy has a time and a place. Like If you need to really reflect and rest, that's important, but I don't think it should be our constant. I think that truly trying to make the most of any moment is the best way to approach life. We're not here for a long time. We're here to I don't know. I guess that's still what I'm trying to figure out, but I think ultimately we're here to, I saw this on someone's Instagram and I loved it. We're here to chase joy. And I'm realizing joy is like a really prevalent word right now. So if you find joy and being at peace and resting and being a little bit more like low key and stagnant, then that's great. But ultimately I think that improving on ourselves and doing more and seeing more and learning more and growing and that, that is, that is, that should be your motivation to just chase joy and you'll find it in those opportunities. Yeah. And when we started living together, Andrew and I kept our finances very separate. Um, he was, he was in those beginning stages of figuring out, you know, what he was going to be doing for career wise. Um, and so for the most part, you know, we would, We would split a lot of things. Like sometimes I would, my love language, you guys, and it's kind of a weird one, but like, I guess this would be kind of a gift, receiving gifts. My love language in terms of my partner is making sure they're taken care of um, in ways like providing food, providing safety and and, uh, like a a roof over our head like that to me. Like I want to feel like I can provide in that way. So I think in a lot of ways I did do that even in those beginning times. Like I remember I would constantly be on like a break from work in my dressing room and I'd be like, Oh, what can I buy him? Like, what can I get him? And things have shifted now, obviously, because we have a lot of more, like a lot more priorities that require our finances. Um, so it's not like I'm buying him gifts, but I did just pick up sugar. I did just order sugar taco for him, you know, like, um, and then in terms of his side I'd say that he provided in the best way that he could, you know, I never wanted either one of us to feel like we were overextending ourselves because we never wanted to have any resentment. And then when we moved out together, um, he, we paid rent, you know, we were renting and he would pay his portion. I would pay mine at the time we were living with my cousin. She would pay hers. Um, and now that we're like 10 years in, it's shifted again, you know, he's taken a backseat from his career. So I'm, I'm taking a little bit more of the load, but like, he's so helpful in other ways and i know it'll shift again when like other finances change it's like an evolving process and i think no matter where you lie whether one person's picking up more than the other or vice versa or you're straight down the middle as long as both people are okay with that and they feel comfortable and they feel valued and they feel respected then like that's the right answer i don't think there's any right or wrong answer here Um, Oh, I'll do this one. How is it going from one to two babies? Still to this day, I believe that going from no babies to one baby was harder than going from one to two. At this point, I truly believe that like you could go from two to three and almost feel as strapped as I feel now. (laughs) Because now that Gio is two, almost two and a half, it's a different world. Like he's a little man. You know, he's a totally different kid and he's a bit more self-sufficient, you know, even though sometimes I'm like, dude, you're only two. Like, you don't have to do everything yourself. Like, he's in that mode. No, I want to do it. I want to do it. And so I just think about like, if, and I mean, if with like a capital IF, if another baby came along, I can imagine it possibly being easier if Ivory was around the age that Gio is now. Does that make sense? So, yeah, there's my answer there. Um, Okay, let's end on this one A a little work talk. What is a project, any film or show you wish you could have been a part of? This is a great question. A great question i'm not gonna lie you guys and i'm not like an envious i really try not to be envious or jealous or compare myself but because i'm in this like whirlwind of just being home a lot with two kids like so different than what i was used to prior to kids sometimes i'll watch tv and i'm like "Eh." like i get this like itch inside me where i'm like no 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 like i wanna i need to i actually need to like jump inside the screen brb um and this happened just the other night when I saw... What did I see? Like, oh, I saw, uh, I saw a sizzle or a trailer for um, the new... I think it's How I Met Your Mother. Is it How I Met Your Mother or How I Met Your Father? I don't even know. But it's the one with Hillary Duff and it's a sitcom. And back when I was on a show called Listen Up, when Listen Up got canceled, it was a CBS show, the show that came into our stage um, was How I Met Your Mother. And now that it's coming back, I'm like... Dude, first of all, I'm so old. The fact that, like, that was, like, a show that, like... Anyways, it feels weird to see it come back. And now Hillary Duff's on it. And I'm like, oh, to be on another sitcom, you know? Like, I just put myself in my little listen-up body, like, coming to work every day. It was at 20th Century Fox. And I just was so young and, like, excited to just be. There was my first real series on a network channel. It was almost like I had this moment where I wish, like... I could, I could be them. Like I could be them. So I guess if I had to name any show, I'm going to just say that. I don't know. It's a sitcom and it just feels like of age, you know, like I would be, I would be a fit in that show. So yeah. Interesting. You guys, I think I'm going to wrap it up. I love you. And I really, I wasn't sure. I honestly wasn't sure if I was gonna be able to get through this episode. It took me like five bad takes to even loosen up but now i'm like kicked back relaxing shooting the shit and um i'd actually appreciate some feedback good or bad um i'm just curious to know what you thought because um ultimately andrew and i are 100 percent going to get our shit together we're probably going to get an, a little office spot and um you know do it right i know we've said this before but it's like do it right you know maybe have a video element really be able to like focus and, and put together, you know, some sick guests for you guys. Um, I know Kelly's been so awesome on the Instagram lately asking for your guys' tips and opinions and guest suggestions. So keep them coming because we really do intend to put, um, some really good, like fun stuff together this, this next year. Um, so I do appreciate your feedback because I'm literally just sitting here talking into my phone alone in a farmhouse. (laughs) So, Um, You guys are our ride and dies and I really, I can't say enough. Thank you so much. Um, I will actually say one more thing. If you feel like leaving a review, um, you know, you can say whatever you want. Just give us five stars (laughs) because that helps our show. Um, And then I'd really appreciate it. And that's it. I'll wrap it up there. I I appreciate you guys and we'll be back hopefully together, hopefully in our new house, um, bringing you the latest and greatest. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to adulting like a mother father. New episodes drop every Tuesday right here. So make sure you tune in for all the goods.